Boker Tov, Shavua Tov. Today's daf is daf Nun Vav in Yuma. Again, we learned for a reforcement for Yosef Azriel Ben Chaim Michal. Shavua Tov, Romi. Good vach. So today's daf it looks to be a very short daf, daf Nun Vav. So we'll take the time to give a quick review because it's really in the middle of a question that the Gemara raised. Back on Nun Gimel and Beis, the last Mishnah said that when the Kohen Gadol finishes the dam of the par in the Kodesh Kodeshim, as we said, one above and seven below, he comes outside and he shechts, he comes all the way outside there, he shechts the sa'ir, and then he takes that blood and he does the same thing inside with the sa'ir. But what does he do with the, uh, with the blood of the par in the bowl that he still has to use more of that blood? What does he do while he's using that of the sa'ir? Remember, this is a one-man operation on Yom Kippur. So he puts, as Misha said, he puts it down on the first stand. There's two stands there, two right. golden stands. That's what the Mishnah said. He puts that down on, the, on that stand. Rabbi says, no, 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 there's not two stands. There's only one stand. He just switches off. Now, why can't you have two stands? One for the Dhamma of the Par, one for the Dhamma of the Sar. That's what Rabbi says, you have two stands there. So in yesterday's Gemara, the Gemara said, okay, what's going on? Why does Rabbi say you have to have two stands? Why does Rabbi say you only have one stand, not two stands? The Chums, do you have two stands? One for this, one for that. So the Gemara first wanted to bring down and said, well, you know what you it know, is? Israelis don't pay attention to signs. They don't pay attention to signs. That's exactly <laughs> what you said, right? Exactly. They don't pay attention to signs. So the Gemara wanted to say that, right? Yeah. Gemara says, okay, Rabbi says they didn't have a chauffeur for the kine chova. Chova means if you had to bring one like a yoledes or a zav, you had to bring a pair of birds, one chatas, one ola. They didn't have any, any uh, chest of the, for those monies. And we'll see why. That was the issue. Why? Why was? Why didn't? Because they got they got mixed up. That's what the Gemara says. We had the Gemara in Shkolem. Rabbi says they didn't have a special one. They had thirteen shofars. Remember thirteen chests for the for the gold and for the uh, and for the summim uh, in Lavona and for uh, uh, olos of uh, of uh, these kind of birds and olos of that kind of birds, but not for ola, for not for a chova where you had to bring because an ola bird if you if you gave an adav a free will offering it's two ola birds. So whatever, if something happened to the guy, not a problem. Just bring another Ola bird. That's a free will offering. But if you have a, if, if you have to bring a chova, a chova means that the two birds, one is an Ola, one's a chatas. And a chatas, we'll see, we have a problem. What's our problem? We know what we're getting into. If the chatas whose owner died, it has to be destroyed. Chatas shemes has to be destroyed. So therefore, we're going to have a problem. But the Gemara didn't get to that answer. The Gemara first said, okay, what, what's the tarubas? If it's because of tarubas of chova and adava, is that the problem? So why don't you just make two uh, make two signs, right? Make two rubas chovas or daba. So make, you know it might get mixed up. So make two different ones. We have a tray and write make two cups. Write one chov, one that. Elamai must be. He doesn't hold to that. Rabbi, so the Gemara says Rabbi doesn't hold the But like Michael said, people don't pay attention to what's written. They look at the operation. They may not look at it. So how do we know he doesn't pay attention to what's written? Because our Mishnah, our Mishnah said. Rabbi said, no, you didn't have two stands, one for the par, one for the, uh, one for the sar blood. You only had one stand. Now, why, why only one? The answer is because they got, Mike, I'm mixed up. I, well, you have two stands, that, but you wrote on it which, which one's par, which one's sire. No, we're afraid we won't look at it. So the Gemara says, that, that's the answer. The reason is because people don't look at what's written down. So the Gemara then brought a proof on Amit Bey's yesterday. Uh, he doesn't all accept the Gemara says, what do you mean? There, another Mishnah said there were 13 of these chests in the Mikdash, and they were written on them. The new monies, if you gave the money for the current year, remember everybody has to give their half shekel, 
And if you, if you were lax and you didn't bring it till the following year and you brought it for last year, it says Vatiklan Achikin, the old ones, and the Kenan, and the Gozle Ola, and, and one chest for the, uh, if you donated money for the wood, one for the uh, incense, the spices, one for the Zov, etc., etc. But it says on there, they were written on them. And who is the author, right? 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 And, and, all, and who says that there? Bakul and Olas, and they're all. In other words, the, the ones for the birds, those are all Ola birds, no Chova. Like Rabbi Yehuda said, there's, you, don't, you don't have a chest for the Chova birds, but Rabbi Yehuda said that. And so Rabbi Yehuda says they are written on them. So you can't say that Rabbi Yehuda says people don't pay attention to what's written down. It, and Rabbi Yehuda says specifically that on the 13 chauffeurs, it was written down what's going on. So how can you say he doesn't hold to that? So we're back to our question. Why does Rabbi Yehuda say that they didn't have a chest for the, for the Chova birds? Where one's a chatos sonola, what's the reason? Because it says they might be mixed up. What do you mean mixed up? Mixed up with ola ones? What's the problem? Have one chest for ola, one chest for for chatos, right? One chest for chatos, one chest for for ola. In other words, one for all olas, one for birds. We have to bring two birds that are both olas, and one we we have to bring birds. One's a chatos, what's an ola? So why don't you just split it up and have it written down? And he holds a writing. So when Ravdimi came from Eretz Yisrael, we're still explaining Amid Beis. Ravdimi said, "No, they said in Eretz Yisrael, the Xaver, maybe the Chatas, maybe uh, one of the owners would die. We're concerned. A lot of people brought women, men, zavims, obviously olives. A lot of people brought their money. They put it in the chest, and you're afraid. So, so why was there no chest for the Chatas birds? Because we're afraid one of them will die." One of the owners may die, and if they die, you can't bring any of them because it all has to be destroyed. The money's got to be destroyed. So the Gavara says, what do you mean? You're worried that somebody's going to die? We have a case that says if a, a person sends his chatos from Chutzlaret, let's say a person's in, I don't know, Constantinople, and uh, he had to bring a chatos, and he mailed it in, right? He sent it in, right? Uh, do you bring it? Uh, maybe he's dead. You know, they didn't have communications in those days. Maybe by the time it reached Jerusalem, maybe the guy was dead. The answer is, we're not concerned about that. The answer is no. Maybe we know somebody died. Let's say there were 100 people here who brought chatas birds that day, and they all put their money in the chest. And one of one them just, died. one had a heart attack and died. And you don't know which is his money, so the, all the money has to be destroyed. They'll all be no good. So therefore, we don't make chests for those. That's what he said. Hashem kibada if somebody died. So the Gemara says, okay, fine. So take his money out. They all contributed, it's four zuz per chat per bird. That's how it works. That's, that's the amount, four zuz. Uh, like a half a shekel, you know, for uh, or half a dinar for for uh, a dinar zuzus. No, four dinar for like a half a shekel for each bird. So uh, just take one bird out, lend that money, and throw that in the toilet. Now let's get rid of that a one. Agadi is cheaper. Agadi is cheaper, right? Two zuzus. Two zuzus, right? But this is a uh, tuzus, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, Pesach was a long time ago. We yeah. forgot that, right? Uh, so. Uh, um, so why don't you just take the, for his house for him and that, that problem. the answer is you don't know that that's his money so why don't you say yes okay retroactively we'll say this is the money that was his but it wasn't his really right why don't you say retroactively that gets into the concept of braver do you say that today you could do something and retroactively that's the money that he contributed which is really hard to say over here because it's that, that's very unlikely that that's the forces that he put in it wasn't his change that he put in there so the Gemara says, "Rebuta lest they bear." That's where that's where we're up to, uh, where we got to on yesterday's daf, uh, four lines from the bottom of Nun Hamid Beis. The Gemara now says, "Manolam, how do you know that he doesn't hold a braver?" The famous mission would say, Let's say you bought wine from the Goyim. Before, before they forbade of Goyim. 
if it was a, it was a Vodazara wine, for sure you can't drink. But they asked for it even some. You can't buy go, a wine from Goyim and the possibility that they used it for a Vodazara. Before they prohibited that, let's say you bought some wine Erev Shabbos. You didn't have any Kalim. You bought a barrel of wine and you didn't have time to take out Shumas and Maestros. You bought it in Eretz Yisrael and you didn't have time to take Shumas and Maestros, Erev Shabbos. So what do you do? It's getting dark and you want to drink the wine on Shabbos. So what do you do? You didn't take Shumas and Maestros and you have no way to do it because you have, you have no Kalim. You've only got this wine one barrel, this one jug or bottle, whatever. There's nothing to put it into. You have no other kalim. What do you do? You want to drink from it for Kiddush. You say it like this. You stand and say, Shnei Lugin, out of, out of 100 log, let's say you do one, the normal amount of truma is 150. If you gave two log out of 100, that's for truma. Shani also lahafrish on Sunday morning. See, today's Sunday morning. When I, on Sunday morning, after Shabbos, I'll take out the two log, that's for truma. Arrange truma. Asara Maiserishan. Okay, there's 98 left, so 10% of that is 10. I'll take 10, I'll take 10 Logan for Maiserishan, which I give to the Levi. Of the remaining 90 or so, right, I'll give one-tenth, which is Maiserishani. That's Tisha Maiserishani. Now, the Maiserishani, what do you got to do with it? You got to take it to Yerushalayim unless you, unless you redeem it on money. So the redeeming on money, I'll do now. It's Friday night, as it's getting dark, I'll redeem it on money. He didn't say it's, it's Shabbos. And Shabbos, technically, you probably shouldn't be metakin it at all. But let's say you, were, you did it right before Shabbos. You can drink it right away to Vermeer. So Vermeer says that that's valid. In other words, you have one barrel of wine, and you say the amount that I'm going to take off uh, from the, um, is going to be true. But it's liquid, it's all going to get mixed up. It's not like a solid tua seeds that you could say, well, I'll take it from this side or that side or the top or the bottom or the corner. This is all liquid. So he said, okay, the, I, the two logs that I'm going to take out Sunday morning is for Truma, 10 for Maiserishan, 9 for Maiserishani, and then I could drink, I could drink from the bell right away. Because your mayor holds a braver. I know that he says when I do it on Sunday morning, it turns out Lamafreya, that was the Trumas and Maishas that I set aside. Shimon, now we're on Nvavan Bay, he says, no, you can't do that, Osir. They say you can't do that. Presumably why? Because Rabbiuda doesn't hold the braver. That was our answer. We said before, why does Rabbiuda say that you can't why does Rabbiuda say that you can't uh, um, they, they didn't make a chest for chatless birds? Put, the, put your money, you have a chatos bird, you got to bring a chatos put, put your money in the chest, because we're afraid somebody's going to die, and if some, one, of the per, one of the donors there, one of the person who brings his uh, money dies, you'll have to throw out all the money, because you can't bring it as a carbon, it's got to be destroyed. That's your problem. So why don't you say, so take four zoos out for that guy, Rebuta doesn't hold the bread, that doesn't work, Mayor holds it, Rebuta doesn't. Alma ain't brera. So Gemara says, who says the reason is for ain't brera? Maybe if the wine is not a proof. The case with the wine is not a proof. Why? The reason is different over there. Omelot mayor, the three rabbis, Rebuta, 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 and they said to her mayor, Okay, you say you could do it, right? You hold the braver, and you could say Sunday morning, what you do Sunday morning works, and it turns out that that's, that's the Trumas and Mises that you affected on Erev Shabbos, right as it gets dark. Technically, you're not supposed to take Trumas and Mises on Shabbos. So let's assume that it's right before Shabbos. In Chashecha, as it was getting dark, you didn't have an opportunity to look for Caleb. It's right before Shabbos. So you did it this way, right? So he says, Rebbe Mayor says that's good. Even you who say it's good, what happens if the barrel breaks over, Yontif, over Shabbos? What happens if the barrel breaks? Say Sunday morning, the stuff that you took out turns out retroactively. That's the those are the liquids. That's the exact m- liquid amount that you were supposed to take, and that's in fact the liquid that you were malfish for shumas and It's not just the amount, but that's the liquid. What happens if the barrel breaks and the whole thing runs out? Turns out you drank tevel because you never took the shumas and Even you or Moda, you got to do it Sunday morning. You're just saying Sunday morning what you took out that was destined to be the exact 
drops that, that you've set aside, whatever you did Sunday morning is dest- was destined already on Friday night. But what happens if the whole thing breaks? So they said to him, I told Mashani awesome to be telling me, I told him, I'm a Lord Mayor, yeah, Tomoda, Shami Yifka, not Arnchum, what are you, Arnchum Moda, that thing will be broken, then you got a problem. But Nimsa shows it to fall in love. It turns out that Friday night you drank Tevil, the whole Shabbos you drank Tevil. Barmalam, he said, Lashayifka, I'll worry about it then. In other words, there's ways to avoid that. I'll, I'll put a guard there to make sure that the kids don't play there and nobody breaks the bottle, or whatever. I'm not worried about that. That's, that's far out. Even though Ramey is usually Hashem. It's always a worst case scenario that you don't, you don't have to worry about. Right, right, right. So Ramey so says, I'm not worried about that. Even though Ramey is usually Hoshish for the Mead. But he says, that's the worst case case. And I can avoid it. I can avoid that problem. Of course, there's no million percent. That you can't know anything 100%. But that's good enough. But it could very well be that Rabuta also holds a Brera based on that. Rabuta just says, I'm just worried about the barrel's going to break. Maybe Rabuta also says you could do that. That would work if you did it Friday night. You took it, you, 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 were, uh, you set it aside and said, what I'm going to do Sunday morning should work retroactively. And it turns out it was destined for that. But maybe he's concerned that the barrel's going to break. And that's why he doesn't agree with the mayor in that case. But it could be also Brera. Ella from the Ella Metatani Ayo. We, how do we know that Rabuta doesn't know a Brera from the following case? We had an Arab in the Tani. Ein Ayo, Ayo said that Rabbi Yehuda Omer, he's Rabbi Yehuda says, Ein Ramasnal Shnei Kecha. Remember the case. Remember, on, on, you're, you're in, a little, in a town, and uh, you're only allowed to go 2,000 amas out of the town, right? However, you could set up your era of food for two meals out of the town, let's say 1,000 or up to 2,000 amas, and then you can go another 2,000 amas. So let's say it's before Shabbos, and you know that Tamid Chacham are coming to give a shear this Shabbos. One Talmud Chacham is coming to the east, maybe. One coming to the west. I don't know who's coming where. I don't know what's going on. So I'll set up an Erev on the east and set up the west. You can only do one. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to set it up and I'll decide Shabbos morning which one I want to go to. So Rabbi says, this is, this is the source. Ayo said, Rabbi says, no, you can't do that. You can't make a condition on Shnei Dvarim Ke'echad. Uh, uh, you can't do it on, on two sides and say, which I'll decide Shabbos morning. And whatever I decide Shabbos morning will be retroactively the one that I chose before Shabbos. Because you have to make your error before Shabbos to say, that's the place, that's where I'm setting my Shabbos. That's, that's going to be my Shvita. That's where I'm going to be my, uh, spending my Shabbos, so to speak. I'm going to be spending my Shabbos there. But you can't do it in both sides. You can't, do, you can't hold the Brera. So Rabbi says, If he comes to the east, it's the east. That you could do. Or Lemizrach, Lemarav, Erev could That you could say, if he comes to the east, I'll go to the east. If he comes to the west, I'll go to the west. But you can't, have, you can't have a double one and say, I'll decide whichever one I want. The two rabbis are coming, right? One of the east and one of the west. Maybe two Chacham will come and I'll decide which one. Can't do that. You can either decide east or west. But he says you could do, you could, apparently it says, you could do, you could put two Arabs, one on the east and one on the west, and say, whichever the Tamil Chacham was going to come to. So the Gemara says, that's also Brera. Why can't you leave on both sides and say, I'm going to decide which one I want based on which Tamil Chacham I want to go here. You, even if it's one Tamil Chacham coming, and you're not sure that that Tamil Chacham was, let's say, at an angle, so he could go to the east of your city or to the west. You know he's coming. You're not sure which direction he's going to take, which, which uh, he's going to take the fork in the road, and which he's going to go east or he's going to go west, right? Because you don't know where he's going to go. So you set up an Erev on the east, you set up, even with one, you don't have to have a case of two Tamil even one Tamil also doesn't work because you don't know where he's going to go, and that would be braver if you decide Shabbos morning. Here's what happened. The Chacham came to the city before Shabbos. 
You just don't know where he came. You couldn't figure out. You said, I'm not sure. They know, you know he came. He wasn't going to travel on Shabbos. He came before Shabbos. He came either to the east or to the west, and you're not sure where he came to. So you know what you said? So you said, you said I said, wherever he came, it's Arab Shabbos now. I put an Arab in the east. I put an Arab in the west. I'm not sure where he is, but I'll find out by Shabbos morning where he is. And wherever he is, that's where I want my Arab to be. So he did set it up Friday night, and he said wherever. He didn't say, Shabbos morning, I'm going to decide whatever happens over Shabbos. So what happened, happened already. The Tamachachim is already there. He's either on the east or on the west. He just didn't know yet. So he says, wherever it's, it's set up. But the point is, you see, he holds, ain't Breira. And this is Rabbi Yudu says, ain't, you can't do that because it's Breira. Otherwise, it's Breira. You can't do it to both sides. You couldn't even do it to one side if the Tamachachim hadn't come yet. If the Tamachachim was en route and he was going to walk over Friday night, and you don't know where he's going to wind up, and you can't set up two Arabs and say whichever one he's going to go to, I'll decide Shabbos morning, I'm going to, whatever one he does, because that's Breira. You can't, it, to work retroactively and say it was destined to be a place that he doesn't hold that. So what do you see? A verb doesn't hold the Breira. So that's our answer why he doesn't hold of the chest for the Chathos. Why? He doesn't have a chest for the chatos because if somebody, if all the people who have to bring a Chathos bird put their money into a chest and one of them dies, You'll have to throw them all out. So better don't make a chest for that because you have to throw them all out. You can, why? Why don't you take the money out for one and throw that money out and say that's his? Because of Ain Breira. You don't know that that's his. The Hashdam Rina Rabbiuda Ain Breira saw but he does hold of writing. Remember going Gar Darsh? We said he does hold of writing that there was written on the 13 chauffeurs that there were. The 13 chests did have writing on it. So if he holds of writing, so Yom Kippur Nami Nevitre. So again, we're back to our question why, in our Mishnah. Why did Rabbi Yudah say the Chacham said there were two stands there, one for the Dampar, one for the Damsar? Rabbi Yudah says there's only one. Why is there only one? Well, because of, because of uh, you can write have two and have written on each one what it is. And he holds the, of writing because he held there were thirteen chauffeurs and that had writing on it. It's still, now it's really still he won't pay attention. Because the Kohen Gadol is very tired, he's doing all the work here. He has to do the Shechita, Kabbalah, Lachos, Ricky doesn't all the work, all the uh, the the, the Torahs, etc. He's doing all the work. He's tired. He's not going to pay attention to the writing. That's what we're afraid of. So therefore, if you have one stand, the system won't allow him to mess it up. There's one stand with just enough room for one cup. So when he has to put down, when he has to take one cup, he takes that cup and puts down the other one, so he doesn't mix them up. If he puts them both down, he might mix them up and say, okay, I picked up the wrong one. He put them both down, he picks up the wrong one. But when he's walking out and, and there's only one stand, he has to pick up that one that's there before he puts this one down so he won't mix them up. That's what he means over here because it was, he, he's not, he's not going to pay attention to the writing. Dilo Temach, if you don't say that, below Sivanami, even without the writing. High enough for What do you mean he's going to mix up the Dampar? What's bigger, a bull or a goat? Bull is gigantic. And, and the amount of blood of a bull is much more than that of a sire. So you'll know from the amount of blood. What do you mean? Forget about what's written down, par and sire. You can't tell. I got all the blood of a par here. And I got all the blood of a sire here. And I don't know which was the, nobody told me which is the par. I think I'm not going to know which one's which. The par, a bull's got a lot more blood than a sire. Okay, the animal has a lot more blood. But in the bowl, you know, maybe there's only the same amount of blood. That's all you took out. You have to receive all the blood. You have to get all the blood out, even though you're not going to use it all. The rest, remember the, the, the Shiare Adam, you poured on the southwestern corner of the Vech, went down the, uh, went down the tube there. But, uh, but you have to recover all the dam. You've got to take all the dam. Okay, fine. 
He's proud to take all the all the dam of the par. But maybe some spilled out, and maybe the kohen gadol when he sees a bowl of this blood and a bowl of that blood, maybe the amounts are now the same because he spilled there was so much dam of the bowl that spilled out, and he get mixed up, right? So the answer is high chiv high sumik. One is whiter, meaning one is lighter and one is darker. As we had before, the dam par. Remember, there's seven kinds of blood. One's called dam parim because it's very very red. So that uh, uh, a person who's an expert in animals knows this is the blood of a par because it's very red, and the, and the dam of a sa'ir is not as red. So he could tell the difference just from looking at it. If you can't tell based on the amount, uh, you could certainly tell based on the color. The answer is the coin is weak and he's not going to look at it. In other words, normal Rabbi says, yes, you do, you, do write, you do rely on writing. The 13 chests had writing on them. Normally you do. But at the coin Gadol, on Yom Kippur is very weak. Remember, that's why we said he's got to schlep everything himself, he's got to do everything himself. So he did certain um, uh, leniencies, uh, and, and, or in this case, it's part of the operation. We made the operation such that he won't get confused. If he had two stands with writing on it, he may not pay attention. He may not even pay attention to the color of the blood or the amount of the blood because he's busy and he's tired. So therefore, we made, we made the system, so to speak, idiot-proof, foolproof, that he, wouldn't, you know, that he wouldn't make a mistake. There's only one stand there, so he knows he's got to take that one and put this one down. There's no room to put two down. Therefore, that's the answer over here. So we have this machlokas where the two stands are one. There was a chazan on Yom Kippur who was singing the avodah, as we do, right? And he came before Rava. Omar, and Rava's time, of course, there was no base of Middash anymore. Omar, so he read the avodah like we do on the Musaf of Yom Kippur. Omar, Alkan Sheni. He said like this. So the coin got went out and he put the Shebechel uh, and he put the, uh, let's say, the Dam Sa'ir on the second, on the second um, stand, right? Then it says, Notal dam ha-par dam And then he says, he took the dam of the par and he put down the dam of the sawyer. Wait a minute, what, is it, what does that mean? He put it down, then, in other words, if you put it, if he put it on the second stand, that means it goes like the Rabbanan, there were two stands there. Then it says, he took the dam of the par and he put down the dam of the sawyer. What do you mean he took the dama of the par? If he, if he took the dama of the par and then he took the, uh, he put down the dama of the sa'ir, that goes like, like uh, Rabbi Yehuda, who said there was only one stand, right? And he had to pick up the dama of the par and he put down the dama of the sa'ir. This doesn't make sense, right? Because uh, if he, he didn't have to, he didn't, uh, if he took the dama of the par and then he put down the sa'ir, that's because it was only one stand. The first part of what he said is, he says, he put it on the second one on the second one, like the second one stand. Then he says, That sounds like Rabbi Yehuda. The first part of what he said sounds like Rabbanan, that there was two stands. And then he says, no, he took the Dhamma of the Par and he put the Dhamma of the Sar. No, that's, that's like Rabbi Yehuda says, there were two, that, that there was only one stand. So which one is it? So Rabbi said to him, you read, you, you're the Chazan over here, this doesn't make sense. You read it, that means that there were two stands, like Rabbanan, then he says, not told Dhamma Par, he first took the Dhamma of the Par and he put the Dhamma of the Sar down. That sounds like Rabbi Yudah. There was only one stand, so which one is it? He says, Amos had changed it. He niach Dhamma Sawyer, he put the Dhamma Sawyer, but not In other words, don't say that there was, a, that there was a one stand. There was really two stands. 
but he niach damasor, he put the damasor down on the second stand, and then he took the damapar, but don't say natal damapar and he niach damasor. If you say natal damapar and then he put the damasor, that sounds like Rabbi Yehuda. So say it all like Rabbana, there were two stands. He finished with the damasor. First he did the damapar, then he did the damasor. He put the damasor down, and then he took the damapar from the other, from the first stand. So it says, Behiza men all parochas can I get our So what was the, yes? It's curious that, I mean, the Kohen Gadot does all the Avoda, we mm-hmm. know this. Right. But there were other Kohanim. Right, who, who aided him. Yeah. Right? So why not have, they, I mean, they don't, it, it's not mentioned. Have one Kohen by the dumb, you know, one stand, one Kohen by the other stand. And what, saying, to tell him what to I'm do. I'm the Sire Kohen, I'm the dumb, and uh, tell him what to do. Yeah, you might also get confused. The answer is, this is the simplest I mean, way. This is foolproof. Thing. This is more foolproof. You're not relying on them. Everybody's fasting, right? They're all tired. This way, you're not relying on them. So we said, what's the order? He first takes the Dhammapar and he goes inside the Kodesh Kodeshim, one above and seven below, right? Remember, not, we learned yesterday, not on the Kaporis itself, not on the Aron or the, the Kaporis, which is the cover of the Aron, but rather towards it, really, right? Ran it in front of it. Then he went out, he did the Sar, he did the same thing. One and one above, seven below on the Sar, right? And then when he finished each one, he put that on the stands that in the Heichal. Then what did he do? He went back to Dhammapar, and he did one and seven again on towards the parochas, towards the curtain, in the Hechel now, not in the Kodesh Kodeshim, towards the parochas. Did it towards the parochas. Again, one above and seven below, and then one above and seven below with the Dhammasar. So how do we know? The Pasuk says, the Pasuk says, these are men all parochas, can I get on Bechutz, right? Then he did it towards the parochas, Abstern. How do we know that he did, that it's what you're supposed to do? You first do the Kodesh Kodeshim, Par and Sawyer, eight and eight. And then you do uh, towards the parochas eight and eight inside. So should you do also in the oamoid. That's the heichal. Matam lomer, kashem shemazel lefnai v'leftim. Just like lefnai v'leftim in the kodesh kodeshim, you do one plus seven of each. Kach mazel beheichal. You do the same thing. Mal lefnai v'leftim aches lamal v'shevelamata midam apar. Just like inside the kodesh kodeshim, you did one and seven, a total of eight from the dam apar in the. You do the same thing in the Hechel with the par. Just like you did eight of the Sawyer, there you do in the Hechel. So, how many sprinklings do we have so far? Eight and eight, plus eight and eight. We've got 32 so far, going towards 47, which we'll see about later on, right? But we're going towards 47. But those, he's, done, he's done eight and eight, eight and eight, that's 32. Then the Pasa goes on, right? The pasuk ends off that way, right? In in Achrimos, Parsha Yom Kippur, who the who dwells with them, so to speak. The the, the uh, it says it says representing God uh, dwells with us in the middle of our uh, defilement. Even when they are tummy, when they are unclean, that's that's the pasuk teaching. Hashem is with us even when we are we've sinned, so to speak. Now you're not you're not such good guys anymore. There's no shechina among you. You've sinned. You know you're in gullus, etc. Right? Rav Chanina was presumably already in gullus. Uh, you know whatever. So uh, you see your sins. The chiv tumasa b'shulel. Right? Pasuk says in in that's an eov. Right? Tumasa b'shulel or echa rather echa echa tumasa b'shulel. That the uh, tumma is in her skirts. In other words, your tummy, baby, 
God is not with you anymore. Look at the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Even when they are Tomei, the Shechina is there. The Shechina is among them. All right, we'll stop here. Tomorrow's Gemara is going to go back into the limit itself. Yesterday's Gemara said, how do we know that it's one and seven? Remember that by the power, it says seven below, but it doesn't say how many are above. By the sower, it says seven below, but it doesn't say, uh, but it's, it says one above and seven, and it doesn't say seven below. So we learn out each one from the other one. So that's a hekish. If you learn that out from a hekish, how do we know out to another hekish that what, of, of the, of inside the Oomoid, inside the Hechel? That's Dover Love Mehekish. You remember the Gemara in the Zvachim Mem test, the chart that I remember that I used to give out the chart? That if you learn out in Kutchim, not from that regular, Hulun is okay, but if you learn out B from A with a Hekish, you can't learn out C from B with a Hekish. Right? That's one of the rules. We had that chart. If you don't have the chart, we'll send it out again, right? But that's the, we'll send it out in advance for tomorrow's daf. The Gemara asks that question. If you learn out B from A with a Hekish, meaning, the, dot, the power of the Sar learn out from a Hekish from one another, how do you now learn out to the Oomoid, which is another Hekish? So the Gemara is going to say, not exactly a full Hekish in each case, and that's how the Gemara is going to deal with tomorrow. So we'll see that tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem. We're going to keep the time the same time, even though we finished a little bit early, and it seems we have a lot of time. We have a Shchodesh this week, where we start davening at 6, so I think it's better to keep it on a fixed time of 5.20 local time, 10.20 uh, Eastern. Have a good day. Shavuot Tov to everybody. Kol Tov. Kol Tov. Kol Tov.